0: What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of, uh, oh my god, the wonderful Arsenio ZSL podcast, man. I am so grateful today to be back giving you guys another wonderful podcast, man. It was a chaotic week, to be honest with you. Over the next probably two weeks, I only have probably three to four hours to spare now that Daylight Savings in America has changed. My classes are no longer beginning at 5 p.m. my time. They're beginning at 4 p.m. my time. And of course. Considering that the, what is it, the amount of classes I have in the morning, boy, I am ready to hurry up and finish these off. But you know what? Hey, by the time the end of the month comes, there's going to be another whole slate of students. So is there's no letting up. It's all about balance. And so with that being said, people, I'm so glad to be back again here. Uh, the numbers of this podcast, man, it's going crazier by the second. First and foremost. Again, so unbelievably grateful for the amount of, you know, followers and so many different people. There was a girl from Brazil who listened to my podcast, bought my course. Not only that, but like four other courses, follow me on IG. Amazing dentist. Another girl from Kazakhstan living in Czech Republic. Big shout out to you, Aizan. And, you know, I didn't think that, man, this is the first time probably since 2020. Now, again, yes, last year I did have, you know, a girl. Uh, A dentist, you know, and a couple of others come to me, and that was amazing too. So grateful for that. Uh, But I'm talking about just like random folks, you know, and non dentists, man. I am grateful, more grateful than ever before, man. So big shout out to everyone out there who is supporting and has supported the podcast. I appreciate it so, so much. But that being said, people, what we have here. I'm going to tell you about a couple of workplace dilemmas and we're going to discuss them, okay? There are some decision-making processes that we're going to be following up in the next podcast and we still have so much more to go in terms of the Business English podcast. So with that being said, workplace dilemmas. Now check this out. I got a question for you. What would you do if your boss is working you to death. Now, remember I told you about the whole coaching aspect of it, all that great stuff that I've covered in the Business English Podcasts as of late. But if your boss was working you to death, how would you go about, you know, basically, hey, you know, figuring out how you could get that balance back in your life and hopefully not burn out? And it's really difficult because so many people have different jobs out there in the world. I know uh, people who work literally 12 hours a day. Um, as a matter of fact, I have a student, a business student. She uh, works for a Japanese company. And not all Japanese companies like this, just this particular one. And it's like an import and export business. Listen, she works from like 8 a.m. 8 a.m. up to about 6, 30, 7 p.m. most days. She even works and has to be on call on Saturday. You know, now the thing is, you guys already know, I don't look at this as work, right? I look at this as me growing, me becoming uh, a a driving force in this world. I don't necessarily, you know, uh, I'm not one of those people who consider this to be work, right? Like I have three students coming up uh, at 5 p.m. tonight, right? Am I like, oh man, I got to work. No, this is literally my business. I don't consider this to be work. I consider this to be a lifestyle. If it ever felt like work, it would end up being me burning out and saying to myself, oh my God, now, oh, make no mistake. I do have students where I'm just like, well, uh, this is going to be so fun. Obviously being sarcastic because the energy that they bring to the sessions and just the boredom that besets on me with them. But other people for the most part. Um, and I try to make sure that I have the very exciting classes in the evening, uh, so that it actually keeps me awake. All right. Because if I have very boring style individuals, and it's not their fault, it's not their fault, but I have to have a balance in between, you know. I gotta have if I have four exciting classes and I use my voice like crazy, oops. But if I have you know, one exciting class, and then I have, oh, no, this girl. And then it's like, okay, let me just speak very monotone and not even, like, get animated and make sure I just control the level of the voice that I have, you know? So anyways, I'm getting a little bit off track, but, you know, I, again, never look at this as a job. Uh, but here in Thailand, yes, absolutely, there were days that I always have to work from 10 to 6, Saturday and Sunday, considering that I used to work in a shopping plaza, although I still work in one today. But it doesn't feel like it because we have elevators right outside. I'm literally in a tower as opposed to being at that other place. It takes almost like 10 minutes to walk all the way to the other side to get something to eat. And because there are always or were always six years ago, every time I walk outside that place, people looking at me in really nasty ways. Obviously, what Thailand was used to be, you know, back in 2017, 16, especially 15 you know, it was never a very pleasant place to be, you know, and walking all the way through and having to take a very nasty bus all the way to where I lived, and oh my god, it just, it was just never fun, but to be honest with you now, I have control over my classes, I work in obviously a totally different place where I take the elevator down, I'm at the base level, I got a mini mart over here, I got the bank, my ATM right over here to the left, and there are just a lot of places I can eat, and I never feel like I'm being like, you know, suffocated by people as I did six years ago. Obviously times have changed in this country towards people like me. But if you work in a workplace or in a shopping plaza in which I used to six years ago, let alone you feel like you're suffocating within your own office, you know, me working for a place that was unbelievably two-faced in terms of, oh, okay, this student says I'm very good. But the moment one student said, uh, you know, one rich student, I call them the rich bitches. one one wh- oh my God, a very boring student ends up saying something. You could be on someone's shit list and they won't speak to you for five months, nor would they even give you work. So sometimes they work you to death. And the next you know, when I didn't have work, now obviously I am not relying on, you know, work or whatnot anymore. But when I didn't have work, What ended up happening to me, I would have to say, hey, you guys going to give me work? Going to give me work? And then I'm like, you know what? No, I don't even need your work. I am not busy on this day anymore. Next thing you know, they start threatening me, saying, maybe you should go part-time and not have a work permit anymore because you want to be able to have work this and that. It it was just so much of a tug-of-war battle. Now, Saturday and Sunday, hey, I can't come in or I can't do this class. Find someone else to teach. Okay, it's never, ever, ever a problem. And so me, for the most part, I'm just grateful for that. But for other and everyone else who's dealing with workplace limits, I'm telling you, Japan, Korea, I know y'all go through it. And I know you have to bow down and you have to be a very subordinate to the superior. I can't imagine that. Because of me, I hurry up and not saying that anyone's a slave, but I'm like, you're not going to treat me any way, shape or form or as you feel you will, right? And because of course, I value myself more than anyone else. So no means no for me. And if they, and if I have some free time, okay, I'll take it. But if I don't have free time, no means no. You know, because if this is, and again, they never say, and remember I told you guys, or I haven't told you guys yet, but uh, there's a, a hotel not too far from here. As a matter of fact, the Millennium Hotel. And it's funny because I was supposed to, I start doing training there and probably just 24 hours before they end up telling the job that I work for. Hey, we want a British teacher. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, here we go. And the thing is here in Thailand, when they say a British teacher, I don't know what it is. Again, they had already had my profile, my face, my everything. They already knew what color I am. So I'm not for screaming and, you know, uh, playing the race card. But if you had known that before, why even bother? Go get yourself one of these whack-ass teachers, okay, because we got a plenty full of them at the place that I work at, and have them come there. Don't you ever contact me before because the door is officially closed. You got one shot. And it all comes down to, like, upper management of the hotel and stuff like that. But I never take it offense, but at the same time, I kind of say, you know, I am literally building my empire. My empire this year is truly unfathomable. And so, please do not bug me with these bullshit ass gigs, whereas in even a five star hotel is quick to hurry up and jump because guess what? You're paying me literally half of what my own private students pay me online. So you're not even worth my time. You're not even worth the travel. You're not even worth me you're like stressing out and trying to get a goddamn motorcycle to get to that side of town. You're not worth of you're not worth any of that. So again, workplace dilemmas, not so much of a problem for me. But if someone says, oh, sorry, no, we're, we want another teacher. Okay. Stick with him. Don't ever waste my goddamn time again, because I told myself going into this year, no Thai students. Time wasting was what it was last year. No offense. But I've been living here for 10 years. And to be honest with you, I'm good. My empire is not built. You are not my market. We know exactly what market this country is. And so y'all just keep those types of people. Don't give a damn, but you are undeserving of me. And that's what a lot of you have to do. You have to put your foot down and say to yourself, man, I put too much into this goddamn company. There's gotta be something else I could do. And my wife, her best friend, literally working for a company where this Thai lady, we call her a manupah, basically a grumpy old bitch, right? That's what they call manupahs. Literally just pushing her to a a, a very toxic level. And she ended up becoming depressed. What? Cool. like a lot of people are. And guess what? At the end of the year, last year, she said, I'm getting a new place. I said, do it. She got a new job, international company, same building, 25% more salary and opportunity to work abroad. You need to value yourself. If your boss is pushing you, you got to say, "Uh, excuse me, stop it. You got one chance. Oh, or Arsenio, it's not like that. I work in you know, I work at logistics, I work at this, I work in that. Okay, I need to have a boundary. Uh, too much work. I'm off limits at this time. Oh, or city, I can't do that with my job. And then is it affecting your relationships? Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Because you can only do so much until it just all boils over. So there goes, number one. Number two, a colleague is taking the credit for all your ideas. <sighs> First and foremost, it's all about ego. But at the same time, I don't know if you feel like you need to let everybody know. Um, Again, I'm one that created a conversation course. Um, And therefore, when I created that course, I said, listen, I want 90% of all classes. Not being greedy, but let's not be, <laughs> come on, make no mistake. This was at the end of 2015, early 2016. The teachers that you have here are not good at conversation whatsoever. They're trash. Okay? They're trash. And the next thing you know, they started giving them those classes. The students were like, oh, this isn't a conversation course. No shit, because I told you not to give it to these particular types of teachers because they're not conversation teachers. They're just grumpy old men from another country who have escaped from their past to come here and to do God knows what. And so, like, you know, that's how it is. So... With that being said, I tell you guys this, and I tell you guys this lightheartedly. Um, I don't really care so much about credit. I've never been in a situation. I probably have maybe when I was a dental assistant where I used to do so much. And, you know, and uh, maybe let's say a dentist would walk into the sterilization room and say, oh, thank you so much for cleaning. And another girl would say, oh, you're welcome. And I'm just like, bitch, you ain't do nothing. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, but that same dentist better give me some appreciation and not try to bully me. And so I remember working at a place where the lady was constantly and consistently always bullying me. And I was like, okay, goodbye. Two week notice. Hell, I don't even know why I gave her a two week notice. That's just comical. I should have just walked the hell up out of there because, again, I was just, I was working on a working visa. Therefore, if you don't have a work permit, you ain't tied down to nowhere. So, nonetheless, that's my situation. How about you've been passed over for a promotion? People, I am the one that states my price. And I know it's so difficult. Yes, Arsenio, you created this podcast literally almost five years ago already, which I'm so grateful for. And of course, you can have your own price and you can have your own market because you're the one that gets the max results. But To be honest with you, I don't work for uh, promotions. I know what my value is to the world. And just like my wife's best friend, when she realized she can work for a job that pays her a little bit more and that she didn't have to rely on that job or rely on its promotions, that's when everything changed. And so... A lot of people, I think they just put too much value into, ooh, I'm going to get a promotion. I'm going to get a promotion. However, yes, my best friend, he got like a 10% promotion on the year, which was a significant amount considering how much he already makes. And I was like, god damn, I didn't even know America did that. Huh. There you go, America. Holy shit. I thought you guys are some of the most brave motherfuckers out there in the world. Nope. Apparently not. Not at all. And so, but me, I state my prices I have my intent and I say it to the world. And me, it's kind of like with my online coaching, I only have so many dedicated hours. So yes, January was un-fucking-believable. Okay, February was unbelievable too. March was like, okay, Arsenio. Okay, this is gonna be a little bit different because well, guess what? Your schedule is jam-packed. But at the same time, you have already gotten the majority of those payments. So, and then that's what made me say, okay, Arsenio, you got to start pushing for these courses now. You got to start doing courses now. And so I told myself, I said, you know what? I could start selling about $100 a day worth of courses. Not too bad in terms of courses. Then what's going to be next month? $150 a day, and then $200, then $250. See how that works? I'm setting the bar for myself and I'm challenging myself in terms of my content rhythm and my content creation, because of course, that's always going to be the thing. Yes. Every single day, every single day without fail since the beginning of January, I get one to four messages, messages of people who need my services, need my help. They buy my courses, they buy my coaching. Absolutely. At the same time, I've been working for the same job for literally five years. Have they given me anything? Of course not. Do I expect them to? Of course not. Can you imagine? Arsenio, we're going to give you an extra dollar. Uh, believe me. I think you should keep that dollar because no, no thanks. How about you keep that? Okay. And you buy yourself some new socks. Okay. I don't need your extra dollar. Okay. And so has he ever come to me and say anything about that? No. Do I expect him to? No. Do I expect him to help me achieve my financial future? Absolutely not. I believe that I am the main person who is in control of that and a lot of you are like no but you know but my job i have to i'm not in control of this or i am or there are just so many different factors and again so so understanding but at the same time man i'm just i had to tell myself probably and i was saying this back in 2015 i want to learn how to teach online and so i did and everything changed forever so and I apologize I had to hurry up and stop it I'm actually looking at this newly built beautiful planted freshwater aquarium I've gotten myself out of the saltwater reef intake and then while I was actually watching it I got these four beautiful guppies two of which have had to be taken outside in my little aquarium bowl because either they are so fascinated with each other's nails that they just I'm sorry nails tails that they just nib at it which is happening again, between two of them, or there are these other punk-ass guppies that literally follow them, and they take swipes at their tail, too. So I'm like, you know what? If you guys want to be assholes, you're going to go into the aquarium bowl. Not that it's a bad place, but again, it, 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 whatever. Okay, so I had to hurry up and do that. Now, here we go. There's a rumor your company is about to announce redundancies, meaning layoffs. You know, if you're an employee and you're working for the money, you could be easily replaced. You know those types of people. I've walked into restaurants over this past week. I've dealt with the, uh, people, especially at the market. As a matter of fact, me, my my wife and I, we go to this market, JJ Market, the largest fish market out there. And there are some unbelievable places that are just amazing. And then there are other ones where people suck shit at service. Again. When there are redundancies, you'll be the first one to go because you're not useful at all. And that's just how it is. You know, and I think a lot of people do not understand when you end up walking through life casual, you're going to end up a casualty. If you don't better yourself and get better in specific areas of your life, this is exactly what's going to end up happening. And it's frustrating. No doubt. It is frustrating as hell. But guess what? I mean, that's just how it's going to be. I mean, in 2009, it happened with me. I was working for BoomJay.com, Uh, And you know what's crazy? It was all about setting up Google Ads. If I had gotten into that and understood exactly what Google Ads were, man, I would have completely dominated the entire game. But luckily it didn't happen because of course I'm here with my wife in Thailand just doing so much better, right? But I remember... I was working for this other girl. Me and her had a big fallout. I don't know what her, oh my God, it's a long story. But best thing that ever happened, as they all are. And these are purposeful relationships. People who come into your life for a specific moment, of a specific purpose. And when the purpose is met, doesn't necessarily mean that the friendship is gonna end, but the tides will change. And so they did. And I remember this lady probably within the next month or probably right before I went to Australia in 2009, July 22nd probably about two weeks before she announced, got the email. Hey, we're closing. No more work, no more ads, no more, this, no more that. And that was the end. It was so great because I was just, I would just set up all those online ads from home. That's when I could work from literally home in 2009, get that. That's how incredible that was. And again, me, I'm just so grateful for especially all of it because so much You know, you know, I didn't know that I was going to end up, you know, 14 years later, here I am literally working from home, too. But again, what would you do if you realized there were going to be redundancies? And there was another guy that I worked for. He's a dental hygienist, Steve, a very angry individual. He was into all that politics stuff back in 2012. I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit about politics. Back in 2012, it was it was not that bad. And then obviously eight years later, it ended up just, oh my God, politics being the worst thing ever imaginable in all of world history. But nonetheless, he would always be scared of getting fired. And me, I'm like, man, if you keep being afraid of something, you're going to call it into existence. You will call it into existence. It is so funny. I had no idea uh, because I don't speak to anyone from that specific part of my life anymore. That was like eight years ago, the last time I had a conversation with those clowns. But I realized that there were some layoffs. I don't know. I think I went to Google reviews for some reason. The job I used to work for back in Las Vegas before I came here, and I realized that him and another lady named Gretchen, who I used, who I had spoken to probably 2014, they were cut loose. I can't remember when. I had 2017, 18, 19, 20. Had to be between then and <laughs> then, and of course COVID because. Everybody had to be cut loose during COVID. Oh my God. So with that being said, I uh, you know, what could you do, right? And at any specific moment, you know, I'm very lucky because, you know, this specific guy, he has multiple branches, beyond rich and stuff like that. Uh, and you know, I put in my work, I do my I do I do, and my good diligence, I'm always on time. My students are all happy. I always get positive reviews and he's all about the money-making process of it. As a matter of fact, probably about a month ago, he ended up advertising again. And I really, I just realized that because sometimes I like to go on a gratitude road. And by doing this, I go check some of the websites that I would apply to, you know, jobs to and how they would always say, okay, 1000 USD a month to work at this school. And, you know, again, pff, I don't know how the job market is, but I look back and I say, Holy shit, you guys are still paying 1,000? You did that 10 years ago. Oh, I think they were doing that since 2005, 2006. So I go on there to just say, wow, I am so grateful that I don't have to work for anyone like that ever again, or especially a school. You know, And I ended up realizing that he was advertising for work. And I was like, "Uh things must be great. Good on him, as long as you give me my work permit. (laughs) And with that being said, who there are a lot of dilemmas that we have to deal with. Me, I'm a guy that I hurry up and hit it head on. I don't try going to the right, going to the left. If there is a problem, let's talk. I'm not losing sleep. I'm getting this motherfucking shit done right here, right now. And if I ever had to get things off my chest, I'm sure this has happened uh, recently. I had something, and I'm going to give you this last story before I let you go. There was a student. She was very, anytime I gave her something for free, she was never appreciative, never and to be honest with you, I think I have about maybe 25, 30 students right now. I would have to say about five of them are non-appreciative. So I don't send them the extra awesome videos and great coachings that I do with my other students, right? Because they're very unappreciative. And so, but there was one where, I mean, it was like a couple of days, a couple of bouts of insomnia. And there was some other time issue. She ended up being very rude. Like you can't three times. Da, 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 da. I said it. Listen, it seems like this has been festering up for a very long time. I do apologize. And as a matter of fact, here goes your, okay, uh, here goes your reimbursement for the last a couple of uh, couple of hours and a half that you have. And best of luck to you. I don't tolerate that shit. There was another girl with the same name and you guys are probably going to hear about this coming up uh, a little bit later because I'm not exactly sure if these types of people are, uh, you know, still listening to my podcast. But I came to her and I said, hey, listen, uh, I can only do this. Either you could do this. I always have those options. I said, we could do this one or two ways. I could do this for you, or here's your money. Didn't look at her message until that next morning. Then she's like, "Okay, all right, I'll see you next month," or something like that. And to be honest with you, she's pretty cool. And to be even more honest, it's all about that empathy because I knew she was probably dealing with something in which she was at the time and had been dealing with it for the last two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, five, nine months. I have no idea. And so. Sometimes I gotta have those hard conversations because the first girl that I just mentioned, I lost a little bit of sleep. I sure did. I lost a little bit of sleep and guess what ended up happening? Well, I was worried and didn't even know. It's my subconscious mind that was literally telling me, oh, Arsenio, you're a little bit worried. I'm gonna make you lose a little sleep. And I felt down. I felt that my energy was low. I felt like my purpose was gone. There were a lot of things until I realized it's that bitch, ain't it? And to be honest with you, when I sent her that message in the evening, and finally I read her message saying, okay, yeah, I would like the reimbursement." So I said, here you go, best of luck to you. It was the best feeling in the world. Never spoke to her again, never will. Don't give a really, don't really give a fuck. Can't make everyone happy. You can't make everyone happy. You know, you can only do so much, but if someone does not do for them, hey, I can only be, I can only do so much. So with that being said, people, so grateful obviously for everything that has happened, uh, you know, in terms of me dealing with all these workplace dilemmas. And I know a lot of you are like, man, I'm not grateful for it, but you learn a lot of lessons from it. So with that being said, people, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful DR Arsenio ZSL Podcast. I'll see you guys for some more over and out.